Hey guys, welcome to Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. I'm Dr. John Berardi, co-founder of Precision Nutrition, and if you're not familiar with us, over the last 15 years, we've become the world's largest online nutrition, fitness, and health coaching company. Through that time, as you can imagine, we've watched fad diets and fitness crazes come and go. But when the fads have failed and the crazes died out and people just want something that works, they turn to Precision Nutrition for things like expert coaching, guided mentorship, and online support. In this podcast, which is a mix of recorded articles, interviews, and roundtable discussions, myself and my Precision Nutrition colleagues will help make the whole nutrition, fitness, and health process work for you. Ideally, you'll discover that eating, moving, and living well can be easy and enjoyable for now and into the future. So let's get started. Hello, hello. This is Bryce from Precision Nutrition, and today I'm reading the article, How to Do Anything, Even the Hard Stuff, by Krista Scott Dixon. All right, you get in your car, turn on the ignition, pull out onto the road, get some speed, merge left, and bam! You just sideswipe someone. What happened? Are you a bad driver? Well, maybe. Most people wrongly think that they are better than average, but more on that in a sec. More likely, you missed a step in the sequence. You didn't check your mirrors and blind spot before changing lanes. In other words, you didn't do the thing before the thing. So think of all the things that you've tried to do, but haven't been able to. For precision nutrition clients, those things often include losing weight or getting in shape. People try with the best of intentions, and then something inevitably happens. They find themselves stuck, frustrated, overeating something they vowed they wouldn't, skipping a workout they promised they'd do. Bam! Sideswiped. So what happened? Once again, very likely, they missed a step in the sequence. They didn't do the thing before the thing. In other words, there are more steps than you expect. Let's get back to that driving. Think about the first time you got into a car and tried to drive. It was probably pretty overwhelming, unless you were one of those kids who grew up on a farm and was driving a tractor by age six. So many things to remember. Adjust the seat, adjust the mirrors, put on your seatbelt, hands at 10 and 2 o'clock, make sure you know where the speedometer is, and check it, find the turn signal and windshield wiper levers, figure out how to turn the headlights on, and let's not even think about cruise control, clutch, gear shift! Now if you drive as an adult, you don't think about all that stuff. You just drive. In fact, driving might be so seamless that you do it while having a conversation, talking on the phone, playing with the radio, or heaven forbid, texting. And please don't do that last one. You arrive somewhere and are kind of surprised because you were zoned out most of the way. You rarely drive completely consciously anymore. And yet, think of all the steps involved. Could you explain them all to a computer or an alien? You'd probably have to go through about 25 steps before you even got out of the driveway. There are almost always more steps than you expect. And not only are there more steps than you'd expect, but steps usually have to go in a particular order too. For instance, you can't start driving before you turn on the car or put it in gear. Same with getting healthy, improving your diet, or getting in shape. It's literally true that you can't run before you can walk. If you don't know how to grocery shop effectively, you probably won't stock your kitchen with healthy ingredients. If you don't know how to plan your time, you'll probably be too busy to work out regularly or 
too rushed to maintain a healthy diet. If you don't know how to be aware of your thoughts, feelings, and motivations, you'll probably find yourself repeating bad habits, not knowing how you ended up with your hands in the Dorito bag again. On the other hand, if you can cook, then you can take a meal template, get creative, and make delicious nourishing meals that help you stay healthy. If you can eat slowly, then you can digest your food properly, feel truly satisfied, and avoid overeating. If you can do a proper squat safely, then you can add some weight to the bar without hurting yourself and get fitter with each workout. In other words, if you can do things in the right order without skipping any steps, you can succeed. All you have to do is figure out the order of the things, then do them. So here's one more tricky bit about doing things. We think we're better at things than we actually are. For example, most people think they are better than average drivers. In one classic study, 93% of Americans rank their own driving skills above the median. In other words, in the top half of drivers. Must be the 7% who are causing all those fender benders, huh? The rest of us are obviously crushing the Dakar Rally and Formula One circuit. Now logically, we can't all be better. This is known as illusory superiority. The mistaken belief that we're better than most people. At anything. Driving, telling jokes, having smart political opinions, being a friend. We don't know when or how we're wrong. So here's that catch-22. Most of us don't have the skills to accurately judge our own skill level. But precisely because we don't have those skills, we assume, and in fact we're absolutely certain, that we are judging correctly. We don't know that we are wrong because we don't have enough expertise to know that we are wrong. Of course, then it's impossible to know precisely how we are wrong. Even if we're aware that we want to fix ourselves, we often can't because we have no idea where to start. Think of the weekend handy person who decides that plumbing is easy and ends up with an exploding toilet. That repair job sure does seem easy to the person who's not an expert plumber. So we're wrong about ourselves and we don't even know it, which makes us do more wrong things. But believe it or not, that's also kind of good news. And here's why. If you're struggling to do a thing, you may just not be very good at it. And that's better than being stupid or lazy or a bad person or a failure or unmotivated. Because if you're not very good at something, there's probably a way to get better at it. All skills can be learned after all. And generally, skills that must be learned probably have a whole community of teachers who can help you learn them. They're the ones who can accurately guide you and assess you. In other words, you can almost certainly do this thing you want to do. All you need is coaching and practice. Now you may be listening to this thinking, yes, but I know what to eat, or yes, but I've been working out for years. So you may have some information. You may even have some experience. But that's different from having the skills. Like you could watch car racing on TV all day long. You could listen to car talk or even know how to fix cars yourself. You could be able to recite most of the traffic laws in your town. That doesn't mean you know how to drive or drive well. If you haven't been trained as a driver, if you haven't practiced and refined and continuously reassessed your driving skills under the direction of an expert coach, you are almost certainly not a great driver. Same with eating well and exercising. 
You may read fitness and nutrition blogs. You may follow sports or watch cooking shows. You may hang out in the organic grocery stores or farmer's markets. You may own a juicer or a treadmill. But knowing what to buy and knowing how to cook it is not the same as having the skills required to pull all of that off week after week and month after month in the context of your hectic modern life. Just as you've needed guidance and practice to develop your skill at singing or software development or teaching elementary students or regulating your emotions or getting your kids out the door in the morning, you need coaching to learn how to eat well and stay healthy. Now what about if you can't do the things? Well, actually, you can. You can fix whatever is currently annoying you. Your eating habits, being out of shape, a nagging sports injury, those damn pants that won't zip up. The only reason that you haven't been able to so far is that you've probably missed at least one step trying to do thing two before thing one, or thing 17 before thing one. And possibly, you may not yet have the skills to do the things before the thing you want to do. You may need to practice getting better at doing thing one first. You may need to get some coaching or instruction. So, it's just a matter of process and skill acquisition, not a personal failure. So here are a couple suggestions. Number one, engineer in reverse. To map out how to do a thing you want to accomplish, first think of the outcome you want, then work backwards. See if you can imagine all the steps, each tiny, teeny individual step you'd have to take to create that outcome. Draw yourself a thing-by-thing map or try filling in the blanks several times. In order to do X, I have to do Y. For example, the outcome I want? Get to the gym three days per week. In order to get to the gym three days per week, I have to stick to a regular routine. In order to stick to a regular routine, I have to build that routine and put it on my calendar. In order to build that routine and put it on my calendar, I have to figure out how much time I'll need for each gym trip. In order to figure out how much time I'll need, I'll have to add up how long it takes to pack my gym clothes, get to the gym, work out, and get back home. In order to put the gym on my calendar, I have to find three slots per week that offer that amount of time I just calculated. And so on. Now you'll notice that there are a lot of things that have to happen here. Things you probably never thought of at first. Keep it simple. Don't get overwhelmed or try to attack this all at once. All you have to do is tackle one small thing at a time. Ideally the earliest, most fundamental step. For instance, if your goal is getting to the gym, Try just getting into the habit of using a calendar to plan your time this week. During this initial skill-building period, you might not even make it to the gym. That doesn't matter. You're working on the calendar thing right now. Next week, you'll be able to do the next thing. In today's article online, we have a little diagram we use in our Precision Nutrition Coaching Program. It shows how what we do today will eventually add up to our Precision Nutrition Coaching outcome. So make sure to check it out at precisionnutrition.com forward slash how dash to dash do dash anything. All right, in addition to engineering in reverse, here's another suggestion. Get a good coach. The quickest way to accurately assess your skill and performance and to do things better is to get help from an expert coach. Remember how important it is to check your mirrors and blind spots? Yeah, coaches help with that. None of us are born experts at anything. 
Coaches are sort of like your instrument panel and visibility. They provide useful information to guide you in the right direction and provide ongoing feedback on how you're doing. Just like a speedometer or a fuel gauge, they don't judge you. They help you make informed decisions about what to do next. So speaking of which, if you'd like to get better at a thing, don't try to tackle all the things within that thing at once. As we said earlier, start small. Here's how. Be coachable. Accept feedback and have a beginner's mind. Be open to the idea that your perceptions may be inaccurate. Let yourself be imperfect. It's completely okay to suck at things. If you want to get better at things, you can. It just takes learning, guidance, and practice. It's no biggie. And review and plan out all the steps involved in what you're trying to do. Then subdivide those steps, because you've probably missed several that you weren't even conscious of. And keep working backwards and looking for links in the chain. Every time you get stuck, do a reverse engineering analysis. What needed to happen before the thing you were trying to do? And work on one thing at a time. Don't try to do all the things. Just do one thing before the thing at a time. And of course, measure and assess. You may think you can or can't do a thing, but how do you know? Figure out how to objectively measure what you're doing. Use timers, measuring tapes, photos, or other ways of tracking and documenting facts and data. And lastly, get feedback instruction, and coaching. Look around. Who can help you get better at the things? Hint, hint, we're pretty good at that. Now, of course, for most people, getting started is the hardest thing. Figuring out what to do first. Overcoming inertia. Taking that first step into the unknown. At Precision Nutrition, we know that all too well. In fact, through our work with clients, we've helped thousands of people move from all or nothing to always something. But the first step always begins with you. If you're ready to look, feel, and live better, we're here to help. To learn more about our personal coaching programs, visit us online at precisionnutrition.com. You can even put your name on our free pre-sale list to save 20% and get the chance to register 24 hours before everyone else. After all, spots in the program have historically sold out in hours. So do make sure to check it out. All right. This has been Bryce from Precision Nutrition, reading today's article, How to Do Anything, Even the Hard Stuff, by Krista Scott Dixon. You can read the article online yourself at precisionnutrition.com forward slash how dash to dash do dash anything. Thanks for listening. Okay, everyone, that's it for this week's edition of Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. For more information about how to eat, move, and live better yourself, and for some awesome free nutrition and health resources, come visit us on the web at www.precisionnutrition.com. You could also visit us on Facebook or on Twitter at InsidePN. Talk to you next time.